Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This city in California goes two for two now on incidents involving racist nut jobs. Authorities in Santee, California, called to the Food for Less Thursday and arrived to find another dude who had put on a mask he should have left at home. Now, you might remember last week we had a story about a guy shopping in a different store in the same town who needed a mask to go out shopping, but the only thing he could find to take with him was a KKK hood. This time, police found a different but equally offensive man wearing a regular face mask, but emblazoned across the front of the face mask, he had placed a swastika. <laughs> he was asked to remove the decoration and complied without incident. Where do you find those things, Cliff? I, don't, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. On Amazon, is there a special <laughs> section for morons that you click on and that stuff pops up? And they go, like, well, I'll take one of those. I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, here it is, Monday morning. Yeah. It's your first bite of this week's reality sandwich and man it's a big one it's a it's a big oh sandwich boy. yeah that's bitter it, <laughs> well well cliff this morning i'd like to speak to all the moms that are listening especially if they got chocolate for mother's day yesterday okay i've got some good news in the world good of chocolate news. yes okay okay you see ladies if calories are an issue with the chocolate that you received here's what you need to do put your chocolate all of it on top of your refrigerator. You see, calories are afraid of heights. And well, they, they, will, they will jump right out of that chocolate cliff <laughs> to protect themselves before they get all the way on top of the refrigerator. Okay. You didn't know that, did you? No, I had no idea. Yes. Well, Weed, I'm sure most everyone can relate to this incident in South Lanarkshire in the English countryside. It involves the itch that you just can't reach to scratch. And there's no way that it's going away until you find something you can rub it on. No matter what time of day or night, that itch just grows in intensity until it becomes nearly overwhelming. It's all you can focus on to find some way to scratch that itch. Enter now Ron, who Friday night apparently had such an itch in a place that there was no way he could get to. Because Ron's a bull. Around 11 Friday night, the itch on Ron's big bull butt became more than he could handle. And he began to search the pasture for some place to rub his backside, finding it on an electric pole down on the south end. Ron, the bull, rubbed his butt on the pole so hard, while also contributing to the fact that he weighs 2,000 pounds, he knocked down a power transformer off the light pole and then knocked out power to about 800 homes. <laughs> and yet somehow managed to avoid the falling debris or the 11,000-volt shock from the falling wires. It took six hours for the power to come back online, and utility workers constructed a fence around the pole so Ron will have to find a new place to scratch his backside. I don't know, Cliff. I, just... <laughs> I mean, you've had that itch, haven't you? Well, I have. I have the itch now. <laughs> Can you reach it? No. <laughs> and it's making me a little testy, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I guess, Cliff, it was because yesterday being Mother's Day got me to thinking about dads, you know, because yeah. that one's coming up next. Yeah. And I got to thinking, this uh, social distancing must be absolutely devastating to dads all over the United States. Because, Why would you say that? Because right now, Cliff, yeah. they're being forced 
to pull their own fingers because nobody can get around them. <laughs> and it's just not the same. You know what I'm saying? No. You're, I mean, you're absolutely right because that's one of those things where it's like it's not the action, it's the reaction. Right. <laughs> and they can't go, hey, Timmy, come here and pull my finger because, yeah, well, Timmy, Timmy's supposed to stay away right, from he's you. He's supposed to be six feet away. Yeah. So, Cliff, do you really think we have a chance to beat this world record? <laughs> not you mean the, the one that I. Yes, the one you you're sent talking about me. the sponge one or the one that I sent you. The one you that you just sent me a few minutes ago. See, because you you were talking a couple of weeks ago about at some point here in the future when we can be back in the same room again, of of trying to set a world's record with me throwing wet sponges at your face. Yes, and I found one that was like, well, if we can't do the wet spongy thing, we can definitely do this one. You know, if it wasn't for the shaving cream, yeah. I would be way all in on this, but I've never had like a good, shape. well, I've never had a good time with shaving cream, Cliff, in my entire life. Well, you know, I mean, here was, here was my thought. I mean, there's two guys in Idaho who set a world's record because, um, one of them made a giant hat from shaving cream and the other one threw ping pong balls at the hat. And in how many you can stick in the shaving cream in 30 seconds is the the world's record and it's 29 it's 29 now yeah from six and a half feet away in in 30 seconds you think we have a shot at that <laughs> okay here's my line of thought on this you saw the picture of the guy's hat i did with shaving cream i did it, it looks like a kind of a flattened chef's hat there's like a big round thing to land the ping pong balls in so they stick you see i mean you understand what i'm saying i right? understand okay so can you imagine Given my own head size, how big a shaving cream hat we can put on top of my head. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of myself being the uh, oh, see, catcher no, here. No, 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 no. Well, if we're using your head, that's right. we're going to need a ball sponsor. Because <laughs> I'm not buying all of those ping pong balls myself. We're going to have to get a sponsor to go out and get our balls for us, Cliff. What do you think? I think you're probably right. We we can do 29 easily. Oh, the question yeah. Is, the question is, how will your little bitty arms be able to throw six and a half feet? I don't even have to aim at that head. <laughs> I could do it backwards and just toss them over my shoulder. I think so. And use both hands <laughs> that way. That might work, yeah. Yes, all might right. Work. Well, we might try that one, Cliff, when we all okay. get back together. Cliff? Yes? This just popped up in my news feed. What's that? The headline says... New study mm -hmm. finds that women are happier with less attractive men. And as soon as I read that headline, I thought, don't do that. Don't give me hope like that. Stop that. <laughs> so, so it says women are happier if they're with a less attractive man. Yes, and the uglier, the yeah. happier they are. It really? That's what it's... <laughs> so why are you so lonely? Well, I don't, well that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're like giving false hope here on this story. It's all made up, I think. You know, we could do it in the break room here at Country 98.1, Cliff. You and I. Oh, the uh, world record attempt? Yes. The shaving cream hat? I think that would be the perfect place to do it. We don't want to do it outside where the uh, elements could, you well, know. Well, there, there could be a, a, a wind effect that, that would, you know, it might act, if we had like a, a tailwind on our throws or something, that might negate because we were wind-aided. So I would recommend doing it inside, yes. And can you move your head 
while you're trying to catch all of these? Uh, I believe so, yes. Wow. Although it's probably way more important that you be accurate with your throws so that I don't have to move that massive amount of shaving cream perched on top of my head. It could fall off. It, yes, it, it very well could, yes. But with the record we have to set is at least 30. <laughs> I'm telling you, Cliff, we're needing a ball sponsor for this, and I've been <laughs> racking my brain on who we could get to actually sponsor to, the throw. To come up with... Uh, yeah, at least 30, if not probably 40 or 50 I would ping, ping pong balls. Because if one misses or bounces off, you know, if it hits another ball that's already embedded in the shaving cream, it's going to bounce off. And uh, you're not going to be able to take time to pick that up. We're going to have to have extra balls standing by. I think we need 60. I think you're right. I think that's a good number, good round number for us to have, Cliff, if we could find a sponsor. And they can put their little uh, logo on there, too. That'd be perfect. <laughs> That's right. What business would be able to do that, I wonder? Yeah, well, <laughs> what business would want to be associated with you and I? I that's going to be our hard well, part that's there. The, the bigger question. You're absolutely <laughs> right. right. It's been said that you can't do the job right unless you have the right tool for the job. But the question is, is that always true? Is it a valid rule? You might think yes. If you take a look at the bag full of clubs most serious golfers bring to the course. Enter now a man named Anthony Griggs, originally from Indiana, but who has since moved to Arizona, who just days before his 61st birthday picked up a win in an amateur tournament in Arizona. And the final round of 84 that he shot on the final day of the competition, good enough to pick up the trophy, was described by one of his playing partners as the most incredible thing he'd ever seen on the golf course. Because while most players playing at that level could spend thousands on a bag full of clubs, having the right stick for every shot, Griggs plays with only a putter. That's right. Every drive, every fairway shot, every bunker play, and every putt, only the single putter. And it's one he bought at Goodwill for $2.99. So are you trying to say, Cliff, it's not the equipment you have, it's the talent you have? I believe so, yes. <laughs> well, it makes sense to me. I don't know how you can drive with a putter, though. He, well, they, they said he can hit, hit his drive with a putter about 200 yards. But if it goes into the fairway every single time, if it's straight every single time, that's pretty well exactly where you want to be. This whole week is National Etiquette Week. National Etiquette Week. Yes. Now, if you're not sure what that is it's what makes all of us civilized it's it's why you rarely see anyone blow their nose into a pancake i don't think i've seen that in a long long time cliff and you know i've never really even i guess i've been raised with proper etiquette because it never occurred to me that someone would do that well me either blow your nose into a pancake right yes it's kind of odd whenever you see it but it's been a long time now, if you're listening and you're a little bit unsure about what polite etiquette is, yep. there's a book you can check out once the libraries get back and going again. Okay. And it will tell you all about it. Just look for the title. Now, cut that out, you disgusting, repulsive slob. When you see that <laughs> title, you'll know you've got the one for proper That's etiquette. That's the right book, yeah. That's the right one. Well, Cliff, since you've been gone, it sounds yeah. like a song, doesn't it, since you've been <laughs> gone? Yeah, I believe it is, actually, yeah. <laughs> But since you've been gone, the routine here at Country 98.1 in the morning is totally different than it ever has been. Oh, oh, it is, huh? And I know you don't realize that, but every morning I get here about 15 minutes earlier than what I normally used to. 
Yeah. And I disinfect and clean the entire studio here at Country 98.1. Well, I remember the um, one morning that you about gassed yourself out with bleach. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> I've toned that down just a touch. Okay. And put a little bit more water into the bleach so that it's not quite as bad. That's right. Yep. But this morning, and every morning, when yeah. I get done doing that, the first thing mm-hmm. I do, in and without touching myself, is I <laughs> go into the man's room and I wash my hands very thoroughly. Thoroughly, As a matter of fact, I've been known to wash them three times in a row. <laughs> I don't even worry about singing the happy birthday song. I wash them at least twice, if not three. Okay. But this morning when I walked in, Cliff... Yeah. You would not believe my surprise when I looked in the wastebasket mm-hmm. and in there's disposable gloves. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, was there a surgery performed in here sometime <laughs> over the weekend when I was gone? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of freaky. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, I, that's totally understandable because, you know, basically after a certain period of time on Saturday, there's no one at all in the building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I and yet you found you found a pair of disposable gloves in the trash can. <laughs> I hope there's not surgery going on in there. No. <laughs> it was like somebody got a colonoscopy in the men's room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, perhaps our uh, categories aren't as popular as I thought they would be this morning. What what could be more popular than the knowledge of coat hangers? <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. No one's calling in wanting to challenge this. Yeah. Ooh, 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 we do have somebody. Hang on, here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Nick from Newburgh. Nick from Newburgh. Are you in any relation to Nick from Otwell? No. Good. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No chance. No chance. That's excellent. Well, Nick from Otwell, I mean, Nick from Newburgh, sorry about that. Sorry. (laughs) Which category do you want, Nick? I use coat hangers almost every day. I got to go with coat hangers. Coat hangers. See, there is somebody that knows his coat hangers. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you use metal ones? Uh, mostly. Okay. Plastic. Well, this is right up your alley, Nick. Here's your statement. Right. You tell me if this is true or if I just made it up, okay? Okay. When straightened out, an average coat hanger is 44 inches long. That is absolutely true. And you are absolutely right. Congratulations. Oh. You won nothing, <laughs> but you saved us from Mac the Knife. Have you measured this, awesome. Nick? No, I, no. Uh, I just uh, carpenter background, and I'm trying to figure out about what that would be. And I, so it's definitely over three feet, so it'd probably be 44 inches. So you did a little <laughs> ciphering in your head, didn't you, Nick? I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great day, and uh, thanks for uh, not losing. How's that? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You guys have a great day. You too. too. Bye you bye. Too. Bye. See, Cliff, you laughed about <laughs> coat hangers, and we had and a listener in Newburgh. We had uh, someone who weighed in with their expertise of coat hangers. Yes, good thing he was in the carpenter profession, or yeah. we, we could be playing Mac the Knife right now. <laughs> well, Cliff, our take it to the bank this morning is something that I'm not happy about this, and I'm not proud of it. Okay. But I'm nosy enough that I want to know what other people's tax returns look like. <laughs> like Bill Gates. I would love to see his tax return. Okay. Just to see the numbers that he put on there and see if I can yeah. actually count that high. Yeah. And I found out this morning, after thinking about that and doing some research, that if you live in Sweden, 
mm-hmm. and are a Swedish citizen, okay. you can get a copy of anybody else's tax return and find out how much money they make and how many deductions they take and what they take it on the whole nine yards, just like you filled out that tax form yourself. <laughs> well, there's not a whole lot of privacy then, is there? There is none there. Now, there is a catch to yeah. this, Cliff. Okay. You can do that. Yeah. But as soon as you request that, yeah. the person that you're requesting to see their tax forms gets an email message and says, this is the person wanting to look at your tax return. <laughs> okay. So you can't do it, like, you know, anonymously, but it would right. be kind of cool just to, you know, take a little peek at Bill Gates' stuff. Well, his tax return stuff, you <laughs> I know. was going to say, <laughs> glad you clarified Yeah, that. tax return stuff. <laughs> and all of that you can take yeah. to the bank. Well, Cliff, I don't want to name any names, but did you see that text message we received a few minutes ago about yeah. speakeasies? Speakeasies. In Illinois? In Illinois. Right now. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but supposedly, I don't know why they would make it up. Yeah. There's places that, you know, if you know the password, you can get a haircut, you can get um, food, (laughs) different little things. (laughs) Probably a beverage. Probably a beverage somewhere. Yes. But you've got to know the password. Yes, a bidaying, something like that. Wait, 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 wait. You know. They've got a bid. <laughs> you could go use a bidet. Yes. Speakeasy. Yes. I don't know what the password That's... there is, but. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> I think you got to wear a mask. Yeah. And you can't have a cell phone with you because, okay. you know, somebody will take a picture or two while they're in there. But not yeah. in the bidet part, but in the, you know, getting I hope their... no one takes <laughs> yeah. a picture. You know, oh, getting your hair done and stuff like that. <laughs> but you know. You knew that was going to happen, Cliff. The longer of you course. tell someone they can't do something, the more yeah, they the go. Yeah, the more that they're going to try to figure out a way to do it. That's yes. exactly right. Yeah. Well, here's Jake Owen on the Morning Road Show. It's alone with you. Be safe and make good choices and stop dropping disposable gloves in the wastebasket in the men's room. It's scary. Yes. Cliff, anything uh-huh. said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. The first thing I do in the morning without touching myself. <laughs> number two. Someone got a colonoscopy in the men's room at Country 98.1. That would have been where those rubber gloves came Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, we're going to need a ball sponsor. <laughs> have you come up with a name yet, Cliff? Uh, no, I have not. Someone we can get a hold of, some business that might want to be the sponsor of that? Donate to buy 60 ping pong balls. So that I can wear a giant, massive shaving cream hat on my head, and you could throw ping pong balls into it. Oh, fingers crossed we get to do it. That'll be a world's record. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.